are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what is happening, everybody? Okay, here we go. It is officially Super Bowl week. And this upcoming weekend on Sunday, actually, yes. I keep on saying Saturday because most fight nights are actually on Saturday. But the Super Bowl is on Sunday. And I'm actually one of those people that doesn't usually watch football, but when it's actually Super Bowl time, I would definitely tune in every single year to just watch how Tom Brady does his thing. And um, to be honest, I'm not really a fan of his, even though he is uh, declared to be one of the greatest of all time in football. I mean, I don't really know my football, so I'll, I just take the word from other people who do say that. But at the same time, I don't know what it is, but I usually just root for the other team, like the non-Tom Brady team. So in case you don't know this year, there will be the Patriots versus the LA Rams. So the New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Rams. And um, yeah, man, I, I'm just really curious to see how it plays out. Hopefully it'll be a very exciting one. I remember for for one of the Super Bowls, I, I'm not sure if it was last year or two years ago, but I remember for the majority of the game, for the for three quarters of the game um the opposite team was actually winning and then the new england patriots actually made a comeback and they won the whole game in the in the very last quarter and man it was crazy so again it will be really interesting to see how things play out i mean i can't really give you any predictions because i haven't really watched either of the teams um in in playoffs and whatnot but from what i have heard from the experts the la the la rams are actually pretty strong this season and um there's just something that x factor about the new england patriots that just keeps on getting them to the finals to the super bowl games and uh yeah like i said let's see how it actually goes down and y'all better get your popcorns and i don't know tostitas and um, salsa and guacamole or whatever you guys have on super bowl nights but uh, yeah the food is definitely what i'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to for super bowl game nights and yes we are always advocates of all sports events, okay, regardless of um, if it's actually combat sports. I mean, it's definitely better if it's combat sports, but if it's not. But as long as it's it's um, competitive enough and entertaining enough for the fans, we're definitely advocates of whatever sport that is coming up, like whatever major sports event that is coming up um, uh, the upcoming weekend. So there you have that. What else, man? Today, uh, we have something to talk about. We have a major news announcement to talk about, about Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov. Of course, that'll be really interesting uh, because why not? Um, There's always drama surrounding these two people, especially after the first fight that these two guys had. And um, you know what? I don't want to spoil anything too early in the show. So you better stay tuned to see what I'm going to talk about today. And this was actually announced about 10 hours ago. So this is still pretty hot. But yes, we're going to be talking about that um, news update regarding 
actually the suspension of Khabib Nurmagomedov and um, Conor McGregor. What else, man? Yeah, so that is like the major news announcement that we want to talk about. If we have time, we're going to reminisce a little bit about some of the fights that happened over this past weekend with Bellator 214. Because this time around, fam, I actually got, I, I was awake to watch all of the fights that were featured on that, uh, not UFC, but Bellator 214 card. Including the fight between Fedor Emelianenko and Ryan Bader. And that fight between um, Aaron Pico, the young prospect in Bellator and his opponent. So, uh, yes, again, if we have extra time, we'll definitely talk about those because they were just really interesting to watch and um, definitely super entertaining. So, yes, we have that coming up today. What else? Oh, in terms of the breakdown, we have one fight to break down today. The major one, actually, I should say. To break down, it, it is actually a boxing fight. We haven't broken down any recent boxing fights, I think, in the past few weeks. So, this is good. Ladies and gentlemen, Sergey Kovalev is going to be making a quote-unquote comeback fight again. And uh, it is going to be against the current WBO light heavyweight champion of the world, who is a lighter Alvarez. And the interesting thing is, this is not the first time that these two guys have actually fought each other. They fought once um, in August. So in August of 2018, they have fought their first fight. And here we go with the rematch between these two guys. And we're going to be breaking that fight down. And it's actually happening, um, of course, this upcoming Saturday, as all uh, combat sports uh, fights usually do happen. So this upcoming Saturday, I'm just going to double check the date. Uh, yes, so it is on February the 2nd and it is happening in Texas. So we should be good in terms of the timing, because especially if you're living in the eastern time zone, and you want to catch up with that fight. So it, it usually starts at around 10 p.m. But of course, there's always some other undercard, uh, uh, undercard fights happening on the major fight card that we usually break down here on the show. So you might have to wait for for about an hour or an hour and a half until you actually do get to watch that Kovalev and Alvarez fight. Okay, so that is the main fight that we're going to be breaking down today. And what else, man? That's that's pretty much that's pretty much all. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay, so now I know that um, I keep on saying this every single episode, but towards the like the fiftieth episode uh, onwards. I remember that we created this whole segment dedicated to, um, we actually called it the weekly dose of motivation or the daily dose of motivation for you guys out there. And it is mostly related to um, sports, like sports motivation and how you can actually use uh, that type of motivation and apply it to real life so that you can actually um, optimize your, your life experience while you're around. So today uh, we are actually going to be having a little bit of talk about that. So. I mean, we did have one last week. It was okay. But then I feel like as like as everybody just lives their life, they just learn different things day by day. So even though, okay, I know that for the past episode, especially for the uh, weekly dose of motivation, I kept on saying that, hey, you know, you got this, like, regardless of what's actually coming your way, regardless of all the challenges that you're going through in life, like, just just pick yourself up and just like, you know, let's go champ, let's go champ. I mean, that is all true. But again, um, especially me as a person, I'm like, I'm human too, right? 
And sometimes when you do say those motivational things, you don't, there hasn't been something, um, you know, like catastrophic in your life that you you, um, have actually experienced and then, um, you know, felt the emotions that you usually go through when things don't actually go your way and, you know, you don't necessarily um, become successful in whatever task you're accomplishing. And then especially I can relate to this and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys out there can relate to this as well. Um, because, I mean, I know there's a lot of um, University of Guelph students out there listening to this right now. Shout out to CFRU because uh, we're majorly, um, regionally um, broadcasted in the Guelph and nearby regions. So uh, there's a high chance that there's there are a lot of university students listening to this right now. And I'm pretty sure they can relate to the struggle that um, as you move on to upper years, um, obviously it is going to get harder and harder and you actually have to come to a realization that, okay, it's okay that things are getting harder and I might not be necessarily um, able to deliver the same performance that I did say in, in, our, in my lower years, okay, because in my lower years, the course load and the workload was obviously lighter but now as I'm as I'm progressing forward in my studies uh, you know things are definitely getting harder and it all comes down to you first of all accepting the things that are coming towards you as they are just accept those challenges those obstacles those hardships as they are just accept them and then you will feel a lot of peace trust me because if you don't if you try to take those challenges and, and, and toughnesses, okay, that are coming towards you as, as bad things, as things that are actually going to be attacking you. Just if you think of those things as things that are not necessarily good for you, then trust me, you will uh, just unknowingly try to suppress the, the real feeling that you're going through during those tough times. For example, you are say say you're a student and you are bombarded with a great ton of assignments a great ton of quizzes midterms papers everything right and you just think of those things as things that are going to lower your gpa or your grade and you don't really want to explicitly express that these are the things that that you're going through so you're trying to suppress your emotions and scientifically actually it's been proven that as you suppress your emotions then there will be a really high chance i mean you've probably seen this in your life there would be really high chance that your like your emotions your suppressed emotions are going to come out as something really even worse later on so let me tell you this if you try to accept the emotions that you're going through as they are and even try to express them so say you're you're actually feeling overwhelmed by all the things that are coming towards your way just take them as they are if you need to cry just cry if you need to i don't know like scream into your pillow do it if you need to go into the gym and like punch a heavy bag or something to to let all of those emotions go 
so that they're not suppressed and just compressed in your in your heart just do it do whatever you need to do to to release all of those emotions because it is okay and in case you need to talk to somebody definitely do talk to your mom talk to your best friend or if not just talk to a therapist talk to someone who has had experience uh, with um, perhaps had, had has had experience with some of the things that you have been going through it is okay because trust me there are a lot of people a lot of supportive loving people out there that will know the struggle that you're going through and will definitely give you advice and not only that the most basic thing that they will do for you is to just listen to everything that you have to say and trust me after doing that you will feel so much lighter and so much better and it's like um, you know, it, it's like almost like a glass of, of water that has been filled up. And then after a while, you can't really pour any more water in it. It will just spill over. Right. So y you can just dump the extra water out and then you're empty. And of course, you will have more, much more potential for for getting um, things in yourself and not really becoming overwhelmed after a while, if that makes sense. So once again, if you are going through some challenges in your life with whatever aspect of life that that might be concerning, so it could be school, work or whatever, just just let your emotions go. Talk to someone and and it, it, it is OK to be going through some of some of the things like that. And um I just want to bring that up because I think um, when this episode is going to be released, it's going to be uh, Bell Let's Talk Day. So in case you don't know what that is, so that's just a day that we um, raise more awareness about mental health and how you should be coping with some of the things that you might be going through and um, how you can actually seek help and, and just, you know, just raising awareness of some of the um, mental health issues that um, just uh, people around us might be going through or you yourself might be going through. So I just want to put that out there because in my opinion it's just really important and like I said when you when you suppress the emotions and the feelings that you're feeling during times of toughness and hardship it is not good and again I, uh, because I actually want to ultimately relate it to sports as well we see this a lot in sports because when you're playing sports you are just from 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 a young age you're just taught that okay when you're playing sports you're supposed to be tough you're not supposed to suppress any emotions oh let's go like you have to have that um, uh, rage all the time and that uh, aggression all the time and hey like get yourself together oh how how can you just like break down and cry when you're when you're supposed to be tough playing sports blah, blah, blah. well that's actually not the case that is not correct and I would I would personally really appreciate it a lot if the coaches especially would understand that and um, they they listen to the the problems of their of their the people that they're training and their teammates um that it, you know the world will just become a much more better place and i actually know that a lot of coaches do that and they do have um one-to-one um, -one sessions um one-to-one uh, -one session um you know talking sessions with their teammates and and students like especially in the case of student athletes and whatnot a lot of coaches do that but just in case um you're listening to this and um this had never actually occurred to you well i would definitely recommend that you do try to set up a schedule uh, that would that would inquire you to sit down with your teammates and just asking them how they're doing mentally and emotionally because it will help them so much because the brain what is actually going on in your brain affects you a lot physically and just how you interact with your uh with the world around you for sure 
All right. So once again, I just want to put that out there. And there you go. That was your weekly slash daily dose of motivation. And I hope just by talking about those things, you guys know what to do now. And hopefully, yeah, I, that, that provides more solutions to you guys in case you're going through some stuff, okay? So there is that. And of course, one of the main reasons why we deliver or show to you guys uh, like week by week is to brighten your day and to, you know, first of all, make you really hyped up for some of the fights that are coming up over, over the weekends and just, you know, talk about some of the things that are really exciting in the world of combat sports, okay? So... Now, let's get right into what we have planned for today, okay? So now, um, I'm just going to briefly reminisce about the, the Bellator fight weekend that just um, passed over this over this past Saturday. So like I said, Fedor fought um, Ryan Bader. Fedor Emelianenko fought Ryan Bader. And personally, in case you didn't figure out last week when we broke down that fight here on the show, I was like greatly, strongly rooting for Fedor Emelianenko because, of course, he's a legend of the sport. And um, there, there isn't anybody out there that has done great things like Fedor Emelianenko in the world of MMA, especially. So coming into this fight... Um, I, I was just thinking that Fedor has a really high chance of knocking out Ryan Bader because Ryan Bader especially has, has shown in some of his fights that he has a not so strong chin, okay? Not saying that he has a weak chin, but he, he doesn't really have a strong chin, especially when it comes to uh, fighting people like Fedor Emelianenko who are well-known knockout artists, okay? So coming into this fight, I, I just had this gut feeling that Fedor was going to knock out Ryan Bader. But I don't know what happened to Fedor because when the fight actually started... Uh, it felt like uh, Fedor was like, I don't know how to describe this, but it, it just felt like Fedor's um, performance was like a spring that has been compressed, okay? So it, it, it had contained all the potential energy. So now I don't want to uh, get too deep into the physics of it right now, but you know what I'm saying? Because when you compress a spring, <laughs> there's a lot of energy stored in it ready to be released. And that definitely seemed like to be Fedor's performance in the, at least uh, for as long as the, the fight actually <laughs> lasted. So Fedor was just on that verge of you know, throwing that one punch to, to knock out Ryan Bader. However, he never released that energy, which really, really bugs me because Ryan Bader, on the other hand, he was the one that was being a bit more dynamic and he was, uh, you know, just by looking at at his stance and how he was moving around on, in those very um, first seconds of the fight, he was kind of like measuring his distance and his range from Fedor trying to measure his punches while Fedor was just there ready to to throw that one punch, right? But then Ryan Bader, of course, he, he acted first. He threw that one jab that completely knocked out Fedor because I don't think, I'm not really sure Fedor was actually expecting that because Fedor was just too focused on his own strategy of waiting for that right opportunity to throw that one punch, right? To, to knock out Ryan Bader. Unfortunately, he was surprised by that punch and it was all over. That's all she wrote. And there you go. Ryan Bader becomes the new heavyweight champion in Bellator. But honestly, I would have preferred the fight to, to last a bit longer because just by knocking out your opponent in the first few seconds, that doesn't really show anything about your fighting abilities per se and 
I mean, true, you could be considered a very good knockout artist, but like, what about your wrestling? What about your jiu-jitsu? What about uh, your endurance throughout the whole fight? If the fight actually did last the 25 minutes, then how would things actually go down then? Well, I guess we'll never really know. But at the same time, I would much appreciate it as a, as a well-dedicated fan if there would be a rematch between Ryan Bader and Federer Melanenko. Although I really don't think that it's going to happen because Fedor is 42 years old and I like he could have retired right there in the ring um, if he wanted to because that's just an age that you don't really want to go out and fight different like dangerous fighters anymore. So again, it all depends on Fedor, but as Fedor's performance kind of gets declined, I mean, I hate to say this, but it is true. And unfortunately, it is a result of his age. Ryan Bader's performance keeps on getting better and better and better because he just discovered this new heavyweight division and he usually fights at light heavyweight, but now he doesn't have to cut that extra weight to go down to light heavyweight. He, ha- he just has to maintain his weight at heavyweight and that just increases his um, like betters um, uh, his performance at heavyweight overall just like his performance overall as a fighter and of course it helps him um, generate a lot of power whenever he's fighting um, whoever in the heavyweight division so like I said I mean I would love to see a rematch but again there's some pros and cons to it so I'm just gonna leave it there I'm just gonna leave it to the fighters to decide that for themselves but yeah that was a fight over this past weekend and I mean it was fun for as long as it lasted okay so there's that um I'm not going to talk about the Aaron Pico fight, which was also featured on that UFC, or rather (laughs) Bellator 214 card. Um, But we all saw what happened because Aaron Pico, he knocked down his opponent first. Everybody thought that Aaron Pico was going to score a knockout for himself. But unfortunately, when you're brawling as hard as um, Aaron Pico in a fight and you're just trying to go for that knockout as soon as possible, well, there's a really high chance that you yourself might actually get knocked out in the process. And that's actually exactly what happened in that fight because Aaron Pico, unfortunately, I mean, I shouldn't be laughing, but it was just so uh, nobody was expecting it. Aaron Pico just randomly out of the blue, he was caught with a really nasty right hand over the top and boom, there he goes. He was just knocked out cold and it was a nice and it could have been, I mean, it was just a matter of chance. I feel like if Aaron Pico was perhaps in another angle, he might not have been caught with that nasty shot. But again, it is what it is. Um, some things that you do in a fight to to make you spectacular and uh, make you have those great knockout highlights, you know, when they're uh, playing your um, highlights in a, a, a prior to your fight or something like they they put your highlights on YouTube or something. You know, there it, it comes with a cost and that was definitely a very bad consequence and a very bad cost of that. But there's that, and now I think we're proper to move on to our fight breakdown, our boxing fight breakdown, because I'm actually really excited for this fight. So, like I said, Sergey Kovalev is going to be fighting against Elider Alvarez. 
So now Sergey Kovalev, who we talked about him many times on the show previously, he used to be at the top of the game, right? In the in the light heavyweight division, he was a champion of many many um, uh, uh, boxing organizations at light heavyweight, including WBO, you know, IBF, like all of those organizations. So you could say that he almost dominated the light heavyweight division, and then. A guy named Andre Ward came along, right? Who was also the champion, another champion at the light heavyweight division. And the two fought twice. But I feel like there was just something about Andre Ward that really broke um, uh, that, that um, this X factor, you could say, in Sergey Kovalev. Maybe it was his confidence. I, I'm not exactly sure, but... Ever since his fights against Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev hasn't quite been the same fighter. Because prior to those Andre Ward fights, he would go out and completely maul over his opponents. But now, things have been actually really tough for him. And prior to those Andre Ward fights, he actually hadn't had um, any any um, losses on his professional career. But then after that, you know, he he's his performance has gone up and then down up and then down and I mean it is what it is again um it's just best for him to accept it as as what it is I mean he can't just like completely uh, complain about some of the decisions that have been announced in, in his past recent fights because again it is what it is but at the same time he still possesses that that um factor that makes him a good fighter a good boxer um he he's really dynamic so he would just like move around in, in, in the cage or not the cage, the ring. And um, he would try to measure his opportunities in a way. OK, so he's actually a very I would say he's a very smart fight, uh, fighter, a very smart uh, boxer. And um, he tries to, yeah, really analyze his opponent as the game goes on. However, again, while you're doing that, he he sometimes forgets to put up his guard, for example, which actually is one of his weaknesses. Because especially talking about the first fight that Elider Alvarez and Sergey Kovalev had, that was actually one of his weaknesses. Because as he was trying to analyze um, Elider Alvarez's performance, he himself he just forgot to put up his hands, and he he was just in his own mind. And so because of that, Elider Alvarez actually saw those openings, and he started just constantly throwing um, jabs towards uh, Sergey Kovalev's um, forehead. And he would have absorbed those things and those constant jabs would actually prevent him from doing anything further. Even though he was trying his best in his mind to to um, read everything that his opponent is actually presenting to him. But unfortunately, he, um, he just forgot about his uh, defense. And I really hope that in this second fight, in this rematch fight, he really works on his defense and... Um, knows how to throw counter punches especially to um a lighter alvarez's uh, jabs because those are actually crucial because there's a really high chance that um a lighter alvarez is going to come into this rematch fight with the same type of strategies that he did um in the first fight and again for a lighter alvarez to be successful in this fight he needs to, of course, outbox Sergey Kovalev because that's exactly what he did in the first fight. And that was the way that he completely um, dominated over Sergey Kovalev. 
Now, in this fight, I don't really want to take sides, but my heart is always with Sergey Kovalev, so I just really hope that he, like, regardless of whether or not he's going to win, I just hope that he puts on a really good performance and that he tries his best. That's all I'm hoping for um, Sergey Kovalev in this particular fight, but both guys, um, I, I, wish them, I wish them the best of luck, and uh, it's going to be a good one. So make sure you catch up with that fight. Um, once again, it's going to be on Saturday. February the 2nd and it's the day before Super Bowl and again uh, make sure you watch Super Bowl of course and yeah man I'm looking at the clock right now unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week and yeah actually next week is gonna be really fun because we I think we're gonna break down um, the next um, pay-per-view card for the UFC which is I think um, headlined by a great championship fight between Robert Whitaker and um, Kelvin Gastelum and also the fight between Anderson Silva and um, Israel Adesanya and those fights are going to be great so next week we're gonna be exclusively breaking down those particular fights and yeah man I talked a lot so you already know, in case you want to catch up with our previous episodes, make sure you go to cfru.ca. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Take care of yourself and peace out. <laughs> <laughs>